Welcome to the Transit Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra. As a recovering workaholic, I want to explore how you can do more of what you love without burning out. I'm on a mission to promote true well-being, the contented state of being happy, healthy, and prosperous. Through interviews with savvy entrepreneurs, authors, and industry experts, we'll share insights, inspiration, and practical tips on how you can be CEO you in the business of your life. Let's go. Hello there and welcome. Thank you for being here for this new episode of the Transit Lounge podcast and welcome to December. There is only just had a look at this on the calendar there's only two more Wednesdays until Christmas week which is just crazy and I'm noticing particularly this week actually that I'm starting to feel that kind of pull of both a sense of urgency of trying and wanting to get a whole lot of stuff done before the Christmas break and also the pull of anticipation and longing maybe for that break to be here and I think that one of the reasons I'm feeling that conflict is I'm excited about things that I want to get done but it does still seem like there's quite a long list yet to be done and you know feeling a little bit tired which can sometimes happen at the end of the year and I know that last year I sort of robbed myself a little bit because we went away to see Mick's family, which was great and lovely, but it was a very short trip and we came back because Mick had to work. And so I was in the zone where I was half sort of doing work stuff and half not. And so I don't feel like I was very productive from a work perspective. And I also didn't really give myself time to rest and refuel. And then I was just straight back into delivering workshops And so it did really feel like I was just back into a whole new year, not feeling very rested and I don't want to do that this year. So I committed when I realized that I'd done that probably in January on reflection, I realized that I decided this year for this Christmas break, I would not do that. And I'm going to block out times where I actually am going to make myself have clear holiday days which is sometimes a bit murky when you work for yourself, you have your own business, because there's always so much to be done. And I know that that can be the case too when I think back to my last corporate job or even before that, that even in any job it probably feels like there's always so much that could be done and that you want to do. But it is important to give yourself rest. And so that's, I guess, one of the lessons I'm still trying to learn for myself But this is one approach that I'm taking this year of blocking out, okay, from this day, I'm going to be on holidays and I'm taking clear days off, no working. So that's what I'm working towards. And so this episode was inspired, I guess, by taking a break, which even now, like on the weekends, I can sometimes get very caught up with doing fun work things and not take any time to recharge. And so fortunately... Uh, a week or so ago Mick booked for us to go to the movies and I love going to the movies because I probably don't do it as often as I would like to do it but I love going because you sort of get the opportunity to immerse in a story and you know just get carried away I guess by that story and glimpses into other people's 
lives and achievements and how they got there and all those stuff behind the scenes. And so I really loved this little movie date outing that we had. And we went to go and see Bohemian Rhapsody. And both of us had heard a lot of really good things about it, which made me a bit nervous because sometimes that's a bad thing because you build up a bit of expectation and, and it doesn't get met. But I really, really enjoyed it. And I wasn't a massive Queen fan, to be honest, but I definitely know a lot of their songs. I think most people probably do. But the story since seeing the movie has really stayed with me like some movies do, you know, just floating around in my mind, thinking about what an interesting character, what an amazing time of life. And I guess it's just been percolating and buzzing around in my brain and a few things bubbled up for me. And so when I was thinking about ideas for this week's episode, because I had those four thoughts kicking around, I thought, well, I'm going to share them and see what you think. Because one of the things that's been studied quite a lot is our human tendency to learn and engage with and through story. And I think that's why I like movies and I also like reading because you do, you immerse into that, you put yourself into the story. And sometimes, you know, it can be that you imagine yourself as whoever the hero is in the story, or maybe it's not the hero, it's one of the other characters, but you put yourself into the story and that allows you to experience more of it as a journey, as if it was your own. And I often, well, here's a question for you. Do you ever come out of a movie and want to still know what the characters are doing now or what happened after the end of the movie and just to feel like those characters are real somehow? And I do that all the time. I don't know if that makes me some kind of weirdo, but I do find myself sometimes thinking about, oh, I wonder what happened then and I wonder what they're doing now and I'd love to be updated or something. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, one of the things that I did when I started thinking about sharing this was I went online and had a look and I found a couple of quotes from Queen or from Freddie Mercury and I'll share a couple of them through today's episode. One of them is he said, I always knew I was a star. And now the rest of the world seems to agree with me. <laughs> I love it. His confidence in himself and his commitment to his vision, just really fascinating as a human being, as a story. So I think maybe that's one of the reasons why I decided to do this episode. Now, if you haven't heard and you don't know what this is, this is about at all, Bohemian Rhapsody is a movie that has been released uh, relatively recently in the last last month or so it's a movie that about the life and the evolution of the band Queen who very much came to fame from their first album in the 1970s and really when people think about Queen what tends to come to mind is their very controversial fairly outspoken or not maybe not outspoken polarizing lead man or lead singer Freddie Mercury and I have no doubt that the movie has been, you know, glorified in, in some ways uh, as stories often are for movies. But despite even knowing that, I really loved it for all of its, its colour and flamboyance and drama. I, I really loved it. Interestingly, not in the same way as I loved The Greatest Showman. Maybe I should do a different episode about that. Anyway. I enjoyed the movie, have had some interesting takeouts, and I just want to share a couple of them with you 
that I got from watching the movie and thinking about it afterwards. And maybe uh, you'll find one of them that gets you thinking, or maybe there's others that you got from the movie that you could see and maybe you can share them with me too in the Facebook group or email or carrier pigeon, however you want to communicate with me. Because for me, I don't like to just watch a movie for the distraction or the entertainment value. Sometimes I do. I often though will take the lens of wanting to watch it and enjoy it also through the lens of what you can learn from it as well to be inspired by or I guess insights about cautionary tales or creating aspirations for your own life and work. Maybe I have a tendency to overthink things but that just seems to be how I approach life so that's just how it is. Anyway so I have identified five key lessons from Bohemian Rhapsody and I want to share them with you and see what you think. The first one is the power of collaboration. And collaboration is something that has been kicking around quite a bit for me this year versus the concept of just trying to do it all alone or on your own. And although that Freddie Mercury was the, the front man, the lead singer, what the movie showed was that some of the greatest moments and decisions that were made actually came as a result of how they were as a collective. And this is something that I think interests me because it's something I have to recognize that I've struggled with in the past because I have had a bit of a habit sometimes of being a little bit of a lone wolf, of trying to do it all myself and not necessarily asking for help. But I know that things are often so much better when a collective comes together, when there is some kind of a collaboration on a project in your life. And interestingly, I was listening to a podcast just this morning about couples that work together in business. And one of the things that the people being interviewed were sharing or said that really landed for me was that if you are a couple in business together and you both have the same vision in the same way, then one of you is irrelevant. And it was really powerful to kind of realize that sometimes I think we strive towards working with people where you want the same things and you want to get there the same way and you feel like that's the smooth road. But I think the takeout for me from both the movie and from that podcast I listened to this morning is that maybe what you want is complementary and sometimes challenging points of view so that you can evolve the outcome, the result beyond what it might be just on your own. Now, if you're do you are doing your own thing, then you don't have to be collaborating or negotiating with somebody else. But I think that in instances where collaboration is desirable, then I think that's something to take into account that you don't just want everyone to agree really easily with each other because you don't get as much growth or inspiration, I guess, from that. In the movie, there were some scenes or sections where it showed them sometimes fighting in, in the band and challenging each other. And I guess hitting each other's hot buttons as big personalities can often do. And then there was another section where they were starting to talk about how they could start to involve the audience more in the music and in the songs to get the audience to feel like they were part of the band as well. And so for me, even that was about the concept of connection and collaboration beyond just positioning themselves as the stars of the band. 
and another quote from Freddie Mercury where he was describing their shows were as more like was something like their shows are not a live version of their albums they were a a fashion show or a, a theater performance and a quote he said I love the fact that I can make people happy in any form even if it's just for an hour of their their lives if I can make them feel lucky or make them feel good or bring a smile to a sour face that to me is worthwhile I love that that you know his part of his drive was about that contribution and connection with others through his work and the impact it had on them and also a realization that you know he, he couldn't do this on his own there was a section in the movie where he really had to acknowledge that he needed them to be his best and they needed him because each of them brought something unique something special that made it work that made it really great so that was the first one the power of collaboration and connection the second one that I got was about embracing your individuality and sense of originality and obviously the, there's some first things that come to mind straight away that he was very well known for was his large teeth and his dress sense and his sexuality and his flamboyance in the way that he dressed and danced or moved on stage he just owned it and got more and more into his own character and just owned it in a way that was well before his time and I think that's why you know he was seen as a bit controversial because he was just so out there and I don't know I think it's great because I think sometimes we just try to hide or play down aspects of ourselves or our personality or our physical attributes we try and play a bit safe and it made me think when I I guess watched his journey and him just stepping into the fullness of who he could be it made me think about myself and what are the attributes that I perhaps play down or that I don't like or I dismiss and whilst I'm not saying that I'm ready for some of the outfits that he was rocking on stage or anything it just got me thinking about things that potentially I could embrace more or be more grateful for about myself physically emotionally mentally and to embrace more of who I really am and to be willing to share that even though it can be a little bit scary when you put yourself out there in that way and maybe it feels a little bit vulnerable so that's some of the thoughts I guess that have been kicking around for me around that and also about that sense of uh, individuality and originality that often in the music industry and in lots of industries actually there is a formula and the expectation is that if you find something that works then you just rinse and repeat as close as possible to the first thing because that's the safe game and that's what they wanted in the movie they were showing that the record companies often wanted them to just do more of the same when something worked but they wouldn't do that they were always focused on stretching their own boundaries of what they could come up with. They didn't want to churn out the same old, same old or just be copying what they had done before. And I think that one of the thoughts with this takeout was there is merit, I think, at looking at different success strategies. But I also think that that's a bit different from trying to copy someone or just to recreate something that was successful in the past. And there's that saying something like you, you can never step in the same river twice because you know the, the water's moved on and you've moved on and so 
there's something about that that again bubbled up for me just extending the river and water analogy but that question of how can you bring more of who you uniquely and authentically are to what you do and if you're in a position at work or in a relationship that you have in some area of your life where you don't feel like you can bring who you are to what you're doing or the conversations that you're having then maybe it's time for you to review how that relationship how that job how that role is serving you or holding you back the third thing as a takeout from the movie is the impact of the people that you hang out with because especially when you achieve some level of success and success is such a murky thing of how it can be defined but with any kind of success comes what I like to call hanger honorers I don't even know if that's a word I'm sure I just quite often make up words so let's just pretend that this is a word or call it a Chandraism so there were some bits in the movie that got me so cranky with some of the characters and obviously you know you can never be sure about how true these representations are or how much they've been dramatized for the sake of the movie but I know of situations where in certain relationships there are people who are only interested in knowing you or connecting with you or hanging with you if they think there's something that they can get from you you know and it's really important that you develop your instincts around how you can recognize those types of people and to be able to shake them off to allow room for great really genuine people who like you who love you for you and who you are not your job title or the fancy car that you have or the house that you have or the fact you've got a boat or a horse or a whatever the stuff that you have the question is if all that stuff was gone if you didn't work with that company anymore or you didn't have that role anymore are those people still there for you that's such a great question because that that will tell you straight away if you don't think they're going to still be there then they're not real people and that will influence the results that you get because there is that saying a lot of saying so far in today's episode they're saying about you are your results are the average of the five people you spend the most time with so if you're hanging around with fake people that don't really add value they're just you know leeching off you then that is going to drag you down in many many ways and if you are in a position of some kind of perceived power or leadership or you've got access to something that people want you can be an easy target for those leeches even if I think back to my time in, in the radio and the music industry you know the access to concert tickets movie tickets CDs all that sort of thing there are some people that would just always be on the hunt for the handout for the freebie to be invited to the party or the event or the whatever in fact there's a amazing woman called Dixie and she worked in has worked in the music industry for a long long time and she's great in terms of zero filter and I saw a Facebook post that she did a while ago where she basically just called out those people that she barely knows but she's sort of connected with online and who contact her out of the blue just seeing how she is and then casually asking if she happens to have any spare tickets to Troy Savan or whatever his name is or whoever the latest 
cool person is that they want tickets to and she just completely called them out and it was awesome but that's a classic example of where there are people out there that are just really connected with you because of what they think they can get from you so maybe it's time for a little bit of a detox shake out clean out of any of those relationships that are not serving you so you can up level the quality of the people that you do spend time with take out number four the importance of having a vision and resilience towards that vision becoming real another quote from freddie mercury i won't be a rock star i will be a legend (laughs) isn't that awesome like just backing himself totally because he totally saw himself as a star all along despite people that just didn't see it thought he was weird or that it was a a terrible career move or whatever he saw himself as capable of it and then he just did what it took to make it happen and it's a long road and on that long road just like the one that you're probably facing too there are many challenges and many challengers along the way so for you around this question of the importance of you having a vision and having resilience towards achieving that vision do you know what you want and are you prepared to put in the work to make it happen in your career or whether you have your own business people often want the easy road they want the instant success they want to do a couple of things and then have a razzle dazzle there it is and i know i have been in instances where i would have loved that but i have learned sometimes the hard way that it rarely happens that way so the question is for you and for me is are you working towards a big enough vision that is going to help overcome the obstacles that you will undoubtedly come across if it takes you three years to achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve are you still prepared to keep showing up and doing the work who are you being and becoming along the way because rarely is it about the results that you achieve at the end you're still going to be you regardless of what those results are so how are you growing towards a vision that actually pulls you forward and makes you want to find a way to find a solution and that's definitely something that in recent months i have been struggling with because mick and i have a brand new superfood smoothie business that we are in the process of launching and that has had so many hurdles it's such a different business there's so many things that i'm just unaccustomed to considerations that just you think shouldn't be as hard as they are but you just hit the hurdle and then the question is how much do you want it how hard are you prepared to work or research or push to find the solution and the fifth takeout or insight lesson from bohemian rhapsody is about passion and credibility which links both of those link in my mind to a work ethic and a quote from freddie mercury linked to this is when we began we approached it the way we did because we were not prepared to be out of work musicians ever we said either we take it on as a serious commodity or we don't do it at all and that just straight out of the gate tells you about the kind of energy the kind of attention that they gave they wanted to go into it as serious musicians they just wanted to produce great music that connected people 
and connected with their audience and to feel proud of what they were doing because it had their name, their brand against it, what they wanted to be known for. And there were different times in the movie where there were battles where people were trying to potentially make them be something different. And it's the same for you as an individual. What are you known for right now? If I was to ask five, ten people that know you and I'd ask them, what do you think this person is known for? What would they say? And what do you want to be known for? Are they the same thing? Because it can be a challenging question, but it is worth considering. Because the work that you do and the way that you do it is creating a bit of a perception around who you are, the quality of the work that you do, how you approach it, what people expect from you, what they think you're capable of. All of this is built because you're building your brand reputation through every project that you work on, how you put yourself out there or how you don't put yourself out there. All of these things are building brand equity and a brand perception that will stay with you for quite a long time. Another Freddie quote, when I'm dead, I want to be remembered as a musician of some worth and substance, which is so interesting because when you see his persona on stage or in their video clips and things, he's so over the top as a character, it would be easy to be a bit dismissive about who he is and what he wanted to be known for. But his commitment was about doing work that was worth something. And for you, whatever you're doing right now for work, you may not be doing in a few years from now. Who knows? But what is it that you're aiming for and how do you want to be remembered? And it's an interesting one to consider. And I know that when I was pondering this for myself, I know how I feel about how I exited the radio industry when I resigned and was finishing up my role and the handover process with that but I'm not sure how other people view it and in fact I had a while ago now I had somebody say something it was just an, an offhand comment that they said that sort of gave the impression that how they viewed my exit and how things had gone and why I left was quite different from the reality certainly the reality from my perspective and it was really interesting to notice my reaction to that of, of feeling that pull of like do I try and clarify what they meant by it do I try and add my perspective and I just let it go and it was as water under the bridge and it really doesn't matter because all you really have is your own minimum standards that you work to and that question of what is it that you will do what is it that you won't do and how is it that you'll go about it to be true to yourself and what's most important to you? So there it is, my five lessons for life and work from Bohemian Rhapsody. Sometimes, maybe, as I said, maybe I overthink things, but it was just, you know, thoughts kicking around my head, so I thought I would share it with you. So have you seen the movie yet? Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. If you have, I would love you to come and say hi and tell me what you think about these takeouts, whether you see them through the movie or not, or maybe there's some other takeouts and lessons that you got that you could share as well. So please come and join the private Facebook group, which is the Transit Lounge being CEO you in the business of your life. And that's it for this episode. Have a great week. Remembering, as Freddie Mercury said, you can be anything you want to be. Just turn yourself into anything you think 
you could ever be. <laughs> See you next week. Thanks for listening to the Transit Lounge. If you liked it, please do me a favor and leave a review so I can keep doing more episodes for you. And come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then, do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.